good morning everyone mw usa season 2 episode 28 and today is going to be a big day um we're only going to be traveling about 400 miles today but it's going to be an awesome day i can feel it already it is 29 degrees outside kind of a hazy day i've been driving for about an hour and a half already sun is just starting to come up I see the sun coming up on one side of the sky, I see the moon setting on the other side of the sky, and I'm ready to go this morning. We're also uh, not only going to be talking uh, about playing slot machines and playing blackjack, we're going to be discussing a term that everyone seems to hide from because it's hard for them to explain it, and that is N0. What is this N0 I keep hearing about? Explain it to me. I don't get it. I want to know what it is. So. We're going to be talking about N0 as well, and uh, we're going to be looking at some uh, progressives that are uh, about due, and hopefully we can hit a couple of them today, and I'm even prepared to say, hey, I need to take the rest of the day off work uh, in order to be able to play these things, and just call my manager, let him know that there was some kind of an emergency, and I need to take the rest of the day off. So with all that being said, uh, we, are, we are on our way, we've been on our way, and we'll be at our first spot in about an hour and a half, and uh, we're going to be cranking it today. I can feel a good day coming, it's going to happen today, uh, so hold on, and uh, I'll be back in a few minutes to let you know what happens. Alright guys, here it is, the moment you've been waiting for. What on earth is N0? Remember all the conversations that I have with you are unscripted and there may be very small faults with them but overall it's going to be within two standard deviations of uh, where the truth lies so uh, without further ado let's talk about what N0 is. N0 is basically a way of measuring whether it's in time, whether it's in number of hands, and I'll explain that in a minute, what, how long a player has to play in order to be ahead by one standard deviation. Let's let that sink in for a minute here. How, how many hands, how many hours, based on how many hands per hour, does it take for a player to be ahead one standard deviation? So now, well, I guess that brings up a different conversation first. We need to know what a standard deviation is. Basically, a standard deviation is a measure kind of like a bell curve. When you have a curve in school and they raise everybody's grades by a certain uh, number of points because the class didn't perform well, if you think back to those times, the teacher will draw like a, a curve on the board so uh, small on the ends and tall in the middle and uh, she'll talk about or he'll talk about uh, the lowest grade was a 22% and the highest grade was a 78% so we're going to add 22 points to everyone's grade uh, on a curve. If you think of that curve on the board and you break it down the center part of that curve, the fat, the tall part of that curve if you think about 68%, that big bulk of area in the middle, that 68% chunk, that is one standard deviation. That means that 68% of the time, you're gonna fall into that area, okay? Moving on, 
if you go to two standard deviations, you're basically adding another 29% to that. So that means that 94% of the grades in that class would fall within that area. So that just leaves a little tip on the right and a little tip on the left of grades that didn't fall into that. The people who did awful and the people who did unbelievable are gonna fall into those little tiny edges. And then if you talk about three standard deviations, you're gonna add about another two and a quarter percent to that, which means now 99.7%, pretty much the whole class falls into three standard deviations. So that's covering almost everyone in the class. If you have a thousand people in the class, only three people are gonna lie outside of that standard deviation area. So what we wanna know is how long does it take before luck has less and less and less to do with our play and more to do with our strategy, our card counting, and so on. So if you think about it that way, you gotta think that an average hand, you walk up to a blackjack table, an average hand can have a swing of 15% toward the player or against the player, depending on what cards are coming out on an average hand. Remember, the dealer's average hand is going to be approximately 18.4, 18.5. So the average hand, you're going to have a 15% advantage, 15% disadvantage, somewhere in there. So when we're adding all those together, we're trying to figure out how long it takes before luck has less to do with it and skill has more to do with it. And you can start counting on having a certain amount of expected value actually becoming actual value. So how long does it take before the amount you expect to make becomes the amount that you will definitely make? Uh, how long before there's a 68% chance? How long before there's a 95% chance? How long before there's a 99.7% chance that you're gonna get that EV? And that's where the term N0 comes in. And basically, if you break it down, let's say, per hands, number of hands. Um, in the last couple of days, we've talked about N0s of, let's say, 450 hours. So if an N0 is 450 hours, and you're getting 100 hands per hour, which is the estimate that we tried to use, then the N0 for that strategy, using that betting spread with your card counting, is 45,000 hands, 450 hours times 100 hands per hour. That means in 45,000 hands, you're gonna reach one standard deviation. Okay, so if you want to look at, um, well, I don't want just to be ahead 68% of the time. I want to know that I'm going to for sure be ahead X number of hours. So should I go to two times N0, three times N0? And that's where those standard deviations are coming in. So one standard deviation at 68%, two standard deviations at 95%, and three at that 90%. 9.7%, you can measure that more easily using N0. So we just took a concept that was completely foreign to most people, and we just whittled it down to something that's easy to understand. So when you are using a calculator, whether it's um, Blackjack Apprenticeship, uh, 
whether it's something else that you see on the internet, um, Michael Shackelford, or anything else that you see on the internet, and it talks about N0, then basically you're understanding what N0 means now and how valuable N0 is. So I'm going to tell you a a story that's a little bit embarrassing, um, something that happened to me, and that is that um, I was looking at the uh, Blackjack newspaper, uh, BJ21, and I found a game that was the most incredible game. It was like a .14 house advantage, .14, I couldn't believe it, I said I got to go to this place. I'd been doing well, I'd built up my bankroll, and I filled my pockets with money, got on an airplane, and I flew to Tampa. And I said, this this hard rock is unbelievable, I'm going to get rich down here. And the I didn't realize the end zero of this game, because although it had a house advantage of 0.14%, and I could easily overcome that, with a true one or two, I didn't realize that they're using eight decks, they're cutting it deep, and when I looked at the N0, after I lost my money, unfortunately, I realized that the N0 was in the thousands of hours, and the game that I'd been playing at home was in the three to four hundred hour range, and it was a big learning experience for me, and that will never happen, I assure you, that will never happen again after losing five figures overnight playing not huge spreads but playing uh, 50 to 500 and losing five figures and not realizing why because my standard deviation was so wide I didn't really realize it but overcoming that standard deviation that N0 was so huge I, I, I think if I remember right it might have even been five figures so it might have been like 12,000, 11,000 hours to overcome. But uh, I hope this gives you a basic idea of N0. I hope I explained it in a way that's easy to understand. N0 is very important. Make sure you pay attention. You look at the calculators. You see what the N0 is. You may need to adjust your bet spread. Adjusting your bet spread to make it wider generally will lower your N0. For sure will lower your N0 unless you have such a bad game that um, your best spread doesn't matter because you're playing a losing game anyway. Uh, So with that in mind, uh, hopefully you understood this and it made sense. Uh, Send me questions and I'm happy to answer them for you. Uh, I'm going to let you go. I am now about an hour away from my first spot and I'll be back with you. All right, guys, went into the first spot and as expected, that place was a dud. Uh, plus $23 on one machine, one small play, and uh, everything out has either been everything else has either been cleaned out. Uh, or, plus, there's so few games there now. So, uh, yeah, I mean, if it wasn't a quarter mile off my path to continue on to the next casino, I wouldn't even stop at this place. But uh, it's definitely worth a peek. So, uh, plus $23. Moving on. Oh my goodness, people. Uh, craziness, craziness. Um, man, I didn't even cash out my uh, voucher uh, for slots. I'll be back in a little while anyway. But uh, played some slots first. Looked like it was going to be a pretty boring day. Uh, I ended up ahead $19 on one machine 
and it looked like that was going to be it. And uh, then uh, I ran into uh, a friend who's an AP who's out here, and we talked for a few minutes, um, and uh, then decided to go play some blackjack. So I go to the high limit blackjack area. There's a $50 table. It's empty. I go sit down, start to play, start to hemorrhage money like crazy. Absolutely ridiculous. Today's theme was me getting ace four repeatedly against a 10, ending up with an 18 and losing so many times. It seems like that, that was the biggest thing that happened today. Um, most of my 16s seemed to fail, no matter if it was positive or negative counts. It seemed like whatever I did, it was wrong. Uh, but to be fair, I think about 70% of them were losers either way. Um, so that wasn't very good either. Ended up buying in for oh, $1,500 on the first table. That went nowhere. Got a huge negative count. And a guy came to the table who knew the dealer. Uh, decided to switch tables. Went to a different table. Sat down there. Slowest dealer you could ever imagine. Like molasses. Uh, played there for a while. Um, I was down around 4000 on that table. Uh, then the brake runner came, which is like a superstar uh, as far as speed, but his accuracy was not great as far as um, putting the cards in the discard tray. So they have a sleeve over the discard tray, so you have just a short area where uh, you can put the cards in. And he was hitting and rattling and bending them and everything, and it was a little unnerving for me. I was sitting uh, at third base and he keeps banging into this thing um, but I got a lot of hands in so that was good um, and uh, by the time he left I was only down about 2,000 uh, I felt like I had a chance uh, the whole day I felt like I had a chance even when things got worse and worse um, then eventually the other uh, dealer came back I got another huge negative shoe so I decided to go on there was a third table there I moved over to that sat down there played there for a while bought in for uh tons more you don't want to hear it over and over and over again but that's what happened i stopped buying in uh well i would buy in for 500 when it was a negative count and buy in for a thousand if it was a big positive count because i'm trying to win my money back trying to get ahead trying to make some money so anyway uh for some reason there's a helicopter directly above me i have no idea what that is but um so uh Anyway, <laughs> um, ended up buying in for a six thousand, seven thousand, and then uh, actually six thousand and sixty-five, then seventy-five hundred, and uh, at my low point, I was down to three hundred dollars of my seventy-five hundred, and uh, just miserable. But I still felt like I was going to be ahead for the day. I don't know why, but I just felt like something good was going to happen. So um, started to grind got into a nice shoe with a good high count uh, raised my bet to 200 to 300 to 400 to 600 to 800 now I'm spreading from $50 right so I'm going from $50 to 800 I don't know if I hit a thousand or not but uh, I did get in some situations where uh, the dealer was being watched and, and I'll explain it to you here in a second but um, so uh, that shoe happened later on, um, and it got me to about 6,500. Then I have a $800 handout, 
and I get a blackjack and dealer has a backdoor blackjack. Just burns your butt when that happens. Next hand a 20 and dealer had a 20 and then I lost like the next five. So all of a sudden I went from being like 1200, 1500 away to being 4000 away. Again, just buried because the count was so high. So anyway, um, they brought a dealer over from low limit who's not used to dealing high limit to the point where when she would pay me a couple hundred dollars on a blackjack, she'd say like uh, $450 on a blackjack out loud because in the low limit, when people are getting black chips like that, um, they have to call it out. And I'm betting mostly black chips here. So I explained to her that you don't have to do that. And I was nice to her. There was one place where I knew I could have taken advantage and I didn't just because I don't know what it is. Just my automatic. I just wanted to move on to the next hand. I think she had a uh, four card soft 19. Uh, no, soft. Yeah, 19, which beat my my hand. And she said, is that nine or 19? I said, it could be either. I, I should have said nine and let her take another card. But, you know, whatever. Um, I don't know. I, I just don't think that way. That's why poker is not my best sport. Uh, I have to work hard at poker to make any money. Um, the other thing that she was doing that was was odd was um, she was careful on the soft 17s because she's not used to staying on those in the low limit. But when she would uh, check to see if she had a blackjack, she would stick two fingers under the cards and bring them closer to her. So I started to hunch down a little bit. I never got a look, never even got a close to a look. Um, but eventually the pit boss came over and said something to her and, uh, I said, oh man, are you okay? Did you get in trouble? Did something happen? Um, did I do something wrong? Just trying to figure out if that's what she mentioned. And she said, oh no, no, no big deal. Nothing's going on. And, uh, the next time she had a card where she had to check, check for a blackjack, she hit it better. Um, although later on she did get more lax on it again. So, uh, she's probably just a new dealer, not used to. Um, you know, the higher limits and uh, more at stake. Uh, so I know they're going to be watching that. So how did all of this end up, MW? After all this, you're dragging us through the stuff here. What the heck happened? Well, at the end of one shoe, I was down um, 1400 decided to play on. Next shoe, I was down over 4000 decided to play on. Next shoe, I got a terrible beginning to the shoe, and all the negative counts, I was winning. And then it started to turn positive toward the end. But by the time uh, I uh, started to raise my bet, I only had it up to 200 at the end of the shoe. Uh, and I ended up the session at 7,100, which is down 400. So at this point, I've been playing for how freaking long was I playing? Over two hours. Um, I want to say three yeah, I'd say it was two hours and 20 minutes would be my best guess on that. So two hours and 20 minutes is a long time. And the fact that I recovered from being down 7,200 to being down 400, I think was enough. And then you got to be so careful. This dealer is not a new dealer that was dealing to me toward the end. And she put out, I said, give me purple because it's easier for me to cash, obviously. She puts out seven purple instead of seven orange. The seven purple is thirty-five hundred. You got to be really careful. That could have been a thirty-five hundred dollar mistake if I wasn't careful. And who's going to believe me? 
I'm playing unrated. Nobody knows who I am. I, you know, they're not going to believe me. So, um, then I'd have to get security involved. Then they're going to start saying, well, how much did you buy in for? Well, let me cash you out. Give me your ID. So luckily I caught it at the table and, uh, the pit boss chuckled about that a little bit. Uh, but whatever. Uh, so ended up down 400 on that. And like I said, I was up a little bit on the slots, $19 on the slots. So not my best session, but Hey, I could have been down 5,000 for the week. Instead I'm up, you know, almost 3000 for the week. So Huge spread, huge difference. Uh, I'm happy with what happened there. The problem now is I've got, uh, I cashed out 1,600 of it, so I have 5,500 in chips. Um, this AP, who's a friend of mine who I saw there, I sent him a text message, and he said he could meet me at this other casino and take 2,000 off my hands. So love that guy, good guy. Um, anything that I can do to help him, I'm happy to do it because he's such a pleasant person to deal with. Um, so, uh, I am going to, I just got into this other casino. I'm in the parking lot. I'm going to go in, meet with him, get $2,000 for these chips, uh, play here for a little while, hopefully, and then probably head back there, maybe play a little bit more, but for sure my next thing I want to do is try to cash out some more chips. So, uh, that's it for now and I'll be back. All right, guys, a little bit better. Not great, though. Um, still can't get anything really going. Um, I mean, I guess I would say when I made a $7,000 comeback, that's getting something going. But um, can't make money and leave right now. So I played there for about an hour. Um, ended up uh, ahead 303 on blackjack and uh, ended up minus seven on the slots just because there's nothing to play um, it's very rare to end up negative on the slots the way that i play them unless you only have one or two machines to play if i have five or six machines to play i'm going to end up ahead because i know what to play when to play it but um, just the way that it's been going things have been really drained and uh, don't have a lot of time um, and don't have a lot of opportunity. I mean, I could make the time worst case. So here's where we are right now. I sold 2,000 in chips to my friend. I am heading back to the casino I was at before this one. And um, I am a half hour, 25 minutes away from a meeting. So I'm gonna try to go in, cash another 1,500 in chips, go back out to the car, do the meeting, and then maybe, maybe have the guts to try a third time within a couple hours with the same people and see if I can get away with it. We'll see. Um, even with that, I still will have chips that I'll be taking home, but uh, it'll be a little bit less. So uh, not too stressed about it either way, uh, but uh, pulling into this place right now, uh, I'm going to play for, uh, I'm sorry, I'm going to go in, try to cash, and uh, then I'll be back to the car. And then if I do play, it'll be after that. And obviously, I have enough chips to play, and uh, hopefully, machines will be a little different now uh, since I've been gone for a while. So, I'll be back with you. All right, guys, I'm back. Um, went in there, cashed some chips in, $1,500 worth. Still have about 2000 to go. Played one slot, ended up ahead 76 on that, and then uh, it actually had an another part to it where it was kind of borderline but I was gonna go ahead and play it out, but 
ended up having to leave to get to the car to uh, do this meeting. So I'm gonna do the meeting, then probably come back in, and if it's still available, probably play it out. Uh, so you're caught up, I'll be back with you. All right guys, finished my meeting, went back inside, and uh, as soon as I was walking up on the machine, the guy was putting in his $100 bill to play it. Um, I don't know if it makes me feel better or not, but it did not pay as well as it could have. So I potentially could have lost money. But on the other side of the coin, I did lose some other money. Uh, I went to a must-hit-buy, which was uh, in the money. It's been in the money all day. I just didn't have time to play it earlier because of other obligations, meetings, things like that and uh, no one had played it actually someone had played it for a lower jackpot but not the one that i was chasing uh, i played it through and ended up losing money on it um, that with the total of another small play where i lost a couple dollars i ended up down 369 on that machine and then i went back to blackjack now you know i had two thousand dollars in chips left went back to blackjack played around for a while still kind of a flat um count uh up and down uh chopping back and forth between me and the dealer he even said that i'm winning one he's winning one back and forth uh double downs were awful most of the time uh, but in the end uh, i ended up leaving the table plus 500 which means i had 2500 dollars in chips now that needed to be cashed um, I did not color up some of my black so that um, I could go to the cashier. Cashier normally will ask for um, ID at 2000 at this place. And uh, so I cashed out 1800 at the same cashier that I had just cashed 1500 and whatever the one before it was, 1600 whatever it was, I don't remember. Uh, same person every single time, and she never asked. Um, now there were some differences um i was wearing a jacket the first time not the second time i made some other changes to my clothes and my look uh, when i went up there um i think i'm easy enough to remember though uh that i just think she was busy or not paying attention or lost track of time or whatever uh, when i was there last um so uh, i am going home with 700 dollars in chips we were all over the place today all over i think we're probably up like if i had to guess i'd guess 250 for the day um after being down as much as 7200 um i think how high were we today um i don't think very high at all i think our highest point was at the beginning of the day uh at the first stop um which was under a hundred dollars i believe um then after that it was just miserable the whole time uh, we did tread water. We did do all the right things. We did not panic. Um, we were able to use um, different social engineering type things to help us out. Oh, speaking of that, I wanted to, to mention something that happened yesterday. And, um, you know, playing in the higher limit, lots of times you don't see a lot of mistakes from dealers. But yesterday I had a four-card soft 19 no, soft set, uh, no, four card 17, which started soft and became a hard 17 uh, with a third and fourth card added to it. And uh, the dealer had a 17, so it was a push, 
and he actually paid me. I think it was on a minimum bet. Um, I think it was on a $100 bet. Uh, so it wasn't that big of a deal, but uh, it's amazing that dealers do still make mistakes, even in the high limit, even ones that have been around for a while. And if I think about it long enough, I can remember the hand. I'm, I'm thinking uh, that it was 6A64 is what I had, and he took that as a 19, so I'm trying to think, 6A64, I don't know how he mistook it for a 19, but he did, uh, so I'll, I'll add this up here, figure out where we are uh, for the day, I think we're going to hit one more place, uh, it is pretty late in the day already, uh, I'm thinking that maybe Friday I may not travel, um, we'll see about that, uh, but tomorrow I definitely will, so uh, I'm going to catch up on all this stuff, figure out where I'm at, and I'll be back with you. I know you've been on the edge of your seat uh, wanting to know where we are for the day. We are at a whopping plus $145 for the day. Plus $145. We're just smoking it today, doing awesome. <laughs> anyway, uh, I am going to stop at this last place. Um, this is the place that I went to this morning. That was only about a quarter mile off the road. Uh, so going to go do that. Hopefully make something there not lose it um but uh we'll see i, I don't expect much really uh but we're gonna try anyway and i think i have i don't know what day is it today i think of i might have some food there i'm not sure uh, if i do i'll grab some food and then i'll be back with you all right guys i'm back um i just had to stop there uh, i was hungry i went in got some free food and uh played a couple machines and actually ended up pretty good plus 166 so that actually outpaces the whole day amazingly so that puts us over 300 for the day which is a very miserable way to make 300 dollars but we made 300 dollars we're up whatever it is 28 2900 for the week and uh, we're on our way uh, tomorrow is going to be another long one um, I do have two major meetings tomorrow, so uh, tonight I'm going to plan things out very carefully so I'm in a safe place that's uh, easy to make calls without a lot of noise, and uh, then Friday it's either going to be a poker day or uh, it'll be another long one, so not sure yet. Uh, Friday there are at least two meetings before 9am uh, that I have, so uh, it's going to make it a little difficult to leave early, uh, but we'll see what we can do. So uh, for now, I'm going to let you go. Questions, comments, mwusa21 at gmail.com, mwusa21 at gmail.com. See you tomorrow.